Yes! Hi. That gets me so hyped. Good theme song. I love that theme song. We just sit, if people don't know, we just sit here in our chairs, listen to it, and chair dance. Yes. Meanwhile, that's recorded, so all you hear is silent and chair squeaking when mm. you listen to the recording. Mm. But it's, boy, does it get me hyped for the show. Very enthusiastic. Maya. Amy. We have... So much has happened since we've been together. Welcome back from it the is, place that you were. Welcome back. It is epic. So I'm, I'm going to take my cans off, by the way. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so we have both had our birthdays. Yes, twins. Twins, hence the twins. We both had birthday trips. No, well, mine isn't in, in a couple of weeks. Oh. We both had birthdays. <laughs> I had a birthday trip. Yes. And our podcast went live. I know. Okay. So much to discuss. First, I want to hear about the desert. I saw some of your photos. Yes. You look very tan. You got a nice glow. Yes. Yes. Um, so my birthday trip. Yeah. This is like the, we actually figured out it's like the fourth annual that we've done this. It's and a good, It's a good uh, tradition. Yeah, it really is. And it just turned out to be, this year I specifically wanted to go somewhere that was like, spiritually like something I wanted to go somewhere I've never been usually my birthday trips are the theme is like kind of a bucket list somewhere you've never been okay maybe somewhere you wouldn't go with the kids right maybe somewhere where someone might be like why the heck are you going there Was it because just the I've two always of you? wanted to yeah just the two of us Aww. so like when I turned 40 we did um we drove down the Pacific Coast Highway mm -hmm. we flew into Portland mm. drove all the way down in a convertible I love flew out of LA Love it. And it was just like one of those things I was like, I want to see all of that. You went to, what's the name of Lisa's restaurant? I'm saying it like she's our friend, but you know, from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, yes. What's the name of Well, her? Sir and Pump. I went, we went to both. You went to Sir and Pump? We went to Sir and oh Pump because God. in LA, we like to stay at the um, Beverly, okay, I always get the name wrong. It's the Beverly Terrace. Oh, gosh. This is like that scene in Pretty Woman where she's like, Regency Beverly Wilshire, write it down, Kit. She's like, Reg Bev Will, and it's on a pizza box. Yeah, this is like the, it's a boutique hotel, and it's right on Sunset. It's mm. right across from like the Troubadour. It's right by Dantana's. And if you haven't been to Dantana's when you've been in L.A., you have to go there. So Dantana's is the place where it's been there for 100 years. It's like... Last time we were there, we took the boys there to eat, and like is it an hour before, no, it's Italian. <gasps> and you walk in, and it's this little place, and there's these guys, and they have little tux bow ties, and they've worked there forever. That's the best. Yeah, and they're so nice, and they're so friendly, and you just never know who you're going to run into. So it's a great spot, and we were there. And like Justin um, Bieber and Haley were there, Haley Bieber were there like an hour before us. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like that spot where you just want to go and it's good food. Just go there. Like I was craving Dantana's when we were in Sedona. So anyways, that was the first like official year. The next last year, mm -hmm. I always have wanted to go to Savannah and I always wanted Georgia. To yes. Mm. And so we went to Hilton Head island Funny. and savannah hmm. so that was last year why have you always wanted to go to savannah i don't know and so that's the whole point of these trips for the birthday trip because when you're planning trips for like your family you have other like wishes and desires and you don't necessarily just go with like what feels right sure and i just always wanted to see savannah so that's what we did fun so this year we have um timeshares which that's a whole nother story because we sat, we did one of the meetings, which we don't always do. But anyway, so we have timeshares through Hyatt and they're all over the place. And it, it turns out that we get to do like about a couple weeks a year. Mm -hmm. So that was our Tahoe trip we did. And then they have a property in Sedona. And I was like, I want to go to Sedona. I just want to go to the desert. Did you see Cocopelli? Of course. <laughs> and were there a lot of women, like kind of like older witchy women in like flowy outfits? Just sort of. Okay. It was... Honestly, like I haven't ever been a place where I'm not a person. I'm not a person that connects with people on a trip. Sure. I don't, I'm not like talking to people. I'm not like my mom who's like, oh, where are you from? Never. Never. 
So, but we did a few really cool things. So Sedona, if everyone does not know, um, is known for having these four vortexes, okay? <gasps> Supernatural? They are vortexes of energy. What? You can actually see it as evidenced in the trees because the trees actually spiral. Stop it. And each vortex has a different like energy. So one of the vortexes is, and, and it's not vortices, those of you, if Andy Bach, Perfect Score <laughs> ACT, is listening, I just wanted to, to tell you that they pronounce it vortexes there. So get off your high ACT horse. <laughs> Okay, we should take the we should retake the ACT now. I know just my for sister fun. wanted to do that. Um, so, anyways, so there's these swirling vortexes of energy, and you can feel it. Some people report what? that like their hair on their arms will stand up. Did your hair on your arms stand up? No, but I had this feeling of I can't really describe it, but it was like in my chest, and I could feel it. And one of the vortexes is like you can go to this one place, and it's the female energy, so you feel very protected and very safe. Another one is a male, and that's an inspiring energy. And there, but you can really feel it anywhere in Sedona. Hmm. So I knew this, and I wanted to explore this. So what better way to do it than to go on a vortex walking meditation with a shaman? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, tell me about the shaman. I want to know everything. Okay, so my husband is such a good sport. He's just like, okay, you know, whatever. I'm down for whatever. He can How do did you want. did you Google this? Were you like vortexes shaman? Um, I just did a lot of research on the vortex, okay. and I also wanted did not want some touristy mm-hmm. bullshit jeep ride. Like we're in the vortex, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I wanted to find the experts. Yeah. And I just wanted like my best college try at seeing what this was all about. Tell me about the shaman. The shaman was unbelievable because okay. So the whole trip, basically our whole theme of our trip, when I flew out there, I actually almost fainted on the plane. It was really, and then I felt really sick. What? And then it was just icky. And then I like laid down, we flew to Phoenix and then drove. And so the first day I was really unsettled. I had just been listening to a podcast about like heart attacks in women and how just like everything else, it's unfair because... You, like, get a stomach ache or something. Uh, yeah, or and, just... like, the girls I listen to on the podcast are like, so basically that's me every day. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack every like, day. Like, you might feel irritable. You might have a stomach ache. Yeah. You might have, like, gas. Oh, okay, oh. so. Every day I'm having a heart attack, yeah. basically. So it's like, of course it's not fair for women. Yeah. You know? So I had just listened to that, and I started to feel, my stomach had been feeling really gross since we left MSP. Ugh. And I won't say where we ate because I don't think it was necessarily, but my stomach wasn't feeling right. <laughs> well, and that's I, kind of you, by the way. But I also avoid uh-huh. going to the bathroom on the plane. So I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting and I'm trying not to go pee. I'm not do, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go in that room if Why? I can, because it's just disgusting. It's just the <laughs> mecca of disgust for me. So I basically, like, I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden I had this emergent feeling like I needed to get up and move. Okay. I get up, and I'm not even halfway, and all of a sudden everything goes black. Oh, no. And the flight attendant was, like, in front of me, and I just, like, grabbed her arms, and I'm like, I think I'm going to pass out. And then I kind of don't remember. And then they were, like, talking to me, but I don't really remember. Amy. Yeah, it was icky. Oh, and also you're that lady on the airplane where everybody's like, (gasps) Yeah, well, no one. So my husband, so then... Later, I text my sister, and she's like, oh, my gosh, what was Warren thinking? He had no idea. He was in his seat. He had no idea. I was in the front of the plane receiving ice, juice, (laughs) condolences, sad looks from first class. My husband was just in his seat. No idea. No idea. Nothing. And I'm gone for a while, probably. What did he think was going on? I don't know. But anyways, so that was just like, and the, the ladies on the plane actually told me, the flight attendant said they were so nice. And at one point I had my arm like around the one and I was like, like, I felt so awkward when I kind of came to <laughs> and I like had my arm around her and I was like talking to her like this close to her face. She was so sweet. She's like, this has happened to me. She's like, you would be surprised how long, how much it happens. Hmm. And um, she said, you know, I, I traditionally have, like, pretty low blood pressure. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. And so, like, she said, and I didn't move at all because I was trying to avoid going to the bathroom. So I was, like, sitting like a statue. 
so who knows? But anyways, so that was how it started. Uh-huh. So I felt pretty unsettled for like a whole day. But <sighs> but our whole theme, like every minute was like trying to stay out of our heads. We kept getting in our heads. So then we ordered the shaman, the package. We ordered the shaman. Yes. So we found this like super woo One shaman, place. please. Yeah. And we go and I call and we pay and we go to this specified location. It's like a center. Okay. And I walk, I get there and I'm irritated and I'm just like, this guy's late or the shaman is late. The door is locked. I can hear someone in there. I feel like I'm just super annoyed. Why did we do this? Whatever. And then here comes this guy walking up. Yeah. And I'm like to Warren, oh God, is this him? Okay. I don't know what we were expecting. Okay, and now I'm intrigued. So he's an older man. In my mind, he has long flowing gray locks. He has gray hair that's longer. Okay. He's got like jeans on, a t-shirt. He's got like a hat. Glasses? Um, No glasses. Okay. What kind of hat? Like a hat like... Brimmed. Brimmed hat. It's not like, like a trucker hat. No, it's a um, like Indiana Jones style. Perf. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Okay. But you he were vexed up. by the jeans and t-shirt. You wanted him to be a little more hippy dippy. Well, no. It's weird because I said, I was like, I was expecting, I was expecting this person to be younger. And then I realized what? later, I was like, in what universe do you want your shama, shaman to be like young? <laughs> That's so stupid. You're and then Warren's like, I was expecting a woman. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of too. So it was really weird. So then we, so he's like, hi, are you Amy? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, hi. And he's just like super zen, right? And he's like, <laughs> okay, let's go. And we're like, so we start walking out. And then he's like, actually, let's just sit here. And you tell me like what you want to do. And I had read that they do can do like a chakra balancing. Thing. Oh, and so that's kind of what I wanted to do. Was okay. I wanted to do a combination of like a little vortex tour, walking meditation, and then I wanted like a chakra balancing. So he was like, okay. Have you ever gotten any body work before? No, I haven't. Okay. So that was, I was just excited to do it. So then he goes, all right, let's go. We get into Subaru Outback, <laughs> of course. <laughs> what else would he drive? <laughs> And did he at least have a bumper sticker that said, my other car is a broom? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so he drives us Oh, he's to, not a witch. He's a shaman. Okay. No, so he drives us out to um, the vortex in the desert. Oh. And he's like... And which one is it? It was the female energy strong one or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we get out and he's like... he We're in the car and he's just like... Asking us kind of about ourselves and what's, you know, and I I told him, like, I'm like, we've been actually before I said anything, he started talking about like getting out of our heads. And Mm. I was like, weird. Yeah. And then I said, yeah. And then um, told him that like I had, so I have like a lot of, so I tend to have a lot of fear. I hope that I I left it there, but I tend to have fear. Like I operate out of fear sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I kind of told him about that just a little bit, but then, um, we did, so we get to the vortex. He starts to tell us about the energy and how it's, um, people see strange things there. People experience strange things there. And he's been doing this for like 40 years. Hmm. So he gets out of a Subaru out back. He gets a backpack. Okay. A medicine bag. Ooh. A leather bag with stuff in it. Okay. His drum. And of course he has a drum. Yeah. Is there and a magical then, flute too? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. This and is, so I don't know what your expectations are, but this is hitting every one of my yeah, expectations. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny because once we sat, once I was in the car with him, yeah, I had this like total peace feeling. And then Ooh. like once we arrived, it was like I just we were standing under trees, like I just want to stand here for a second, and I just started bawling. What? I wasn't sad. I wasn't... It was just, like, coming out of me, this energy. Yeah. Weird. And so then he's telling us about how people come here to experience all kinds of things. And he said, um, you know, just he's been doing it for a long time. He's worked with lots of different people. And he kind of set us up. He's like, we're going to walk to a certain spot. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I want you to walk, and I want you to try to just... um, Stay in the moment and be mindful and feel like he's like one really great tool is you can say like, I feel the warmth on my skin. I feel Mm -hmm. my heart beating. 
what you can feel if you can't like get to that meditation y place. Yeah. Which I can, but um It's about being present. Yeah. And in the moment. Be here now. Yeah, exactly. Ram Das. Yes. So he's like, I'm gonna be behind you. I'm not gonna guide you. I want you I'm gonna be drumming and I'm gonna be doing some chanting and you'll know when we're stopping. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm into this, you know? Yeah. So I'm first and I'm front, my husband's behind me and he's behind. And then we're just like walking. And it was like just this walking and he's drumming and he's chanting. And um, I just kind of felt really light in my chest. Hmm. And I almost started to feel, I did sort of start to feel like I was floating because I was focusing on like the warmth under my feet. Wow. Yeah. And then I knew when to stop. Like I just stopped and I turned around to kind of be like, is this right? And he just like never said anything, but he's like, we walked over to this little area that was an arroyo, which is a dry riverbed. Okay. So we walked over these rocks. It's like a ditch. I feel like that means ditch also um, in Spanish. Maybe, but it's like um, lots of rocks and where you could see a stream may come through or may not. Okay. But there, it was dry for that time and they're all over the place there. And it's all like the red dirt and the red rocks and whatever. So then we walk to this place and then we just kind of start talking and like all this cool stuff comes up and he, um, I was talking about fear and how like I told him that I had cancer before. And mm -hmm. so once you have cancer and everyone knows cancer starts from one cell, it's weird for me when people are like, oh, so you're good then. Oh, so you're done then. Or, oh, so you're right. You're in remission then or whatever. But like most people say like, oh, so you're done. So you're all good. So you've conquered this thing. Yeah, but in my heart and my spirit, I know, and my science, it's actually my science brain, knows that <laughs> cancer starts from one rogue cell. Right. Then, of course, it takes a lot of other factors. Sometimes I forget you were a nurse, by the way. Yeah, so I know that. <laughs> so then that doesn't help sometimes um, because I know the, I know what's behind it. And so, like, I think, like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm okay for now kind of thing, you know, <clears throat> but dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Who knows? No it takes one. years. Right. But then, so anyway, so I talked to him about that a lot and then fear. And then I said, I told him how, and he knew, like, he knew me. He knew me in my spirit, like, right away. He was like, well, he just knew things. Like, he was talking about how I take on, like, he knew I was an empath. He knew that I take on other people's, like, misfortune and then yeah. all this stuff. And he knew stuff about Warren. And, like, it was so so unbelievable so then he that was just like the walking meditation part and then he was telling us all about the vortex and if you just looked right up yeah there's this there's a rock and it's like a kachina kachina doll or kachina is like a symbol whatever right and the rock literally looks like a kachina like a woman cool and he's telling us how over there, there's like a cave and it's like literally the birth. And like, he was wow. talking about how like these, this dirt and these rocks were here. These were like, it, just to think about how long this has been here and how many civilizations lived here. Like this was a village and like, he just had all this really cool information and, um, told us like really the feeling of it. And you could feel it was just like this lightness. Mm-hmm. And kind of this buzzing and just like really great feeling. Wow. Yeah. So then came the ceremony part. So he... We, by the way, sounds yeah. like you got a lot of bang for your buck here. Uh, yeah. And also, by the way, when we got there, it was supposed to be a two and a half hour thing. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, are you guys like on a time constraint? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, well, I mean, I'm supposed to only have you for two and a half hours, but... He's like, I just don't like, he's like, I don't like look at the time. I just kind of do what right. feels. Huh. So it could be like longer than that if that's okay. Sure. And sure enough, it was like at least about three, three, over three hours what? that we were with him. Wow. Yeah. So the ceremony thing was the most amazing part. So he um, put blankets down. Okay. And we laid down. And he just kind of started guiding us into like a meditation. And are you, is it, are you in the open desert or are you under a tree? So we're in, so the Arroyo is here where yeah. we were kind of sitting, looking out. Uh -huh. And there's no one around, by the way, which is also really amazing because there's lots of people around there. But like while we were there yeah. with him, yeah. we didn't see anybody hmm. except for one man who came up and gave us each a heart-shaped red rock. <laughs> 
Like now it just sounds like you're making things. I up. know. <laughs> I know it does. I realize. So, um, we're laying in the red dirt and we're just off to the Arroyo, just up a little bit higher. And yeah, there's some trees around us. It's just kind of an open area, uh-huh. but it's like, you just feel really like protected. Yeah. So he lays these blankets down on this red earth, mm-hmm. red dirt, and he opens up his satchel and <laughs> pulls out that? his sage, his feathers, okay. his drum, okay. his flute, <laughs> and he says, I want you guys to lay down. Okay. And um, basically prior to that, he was like, tell me what it is that's most troubling for you or whatever. And I said, I just want balance. Like, I want to be balanced yeah. and I want to like leave my fear. And I want to, and he was like, he looked at me, he was like, oh my gosh. And he was saying, he said, the light in your eyes, he was like, you have no reason to be fearful. And just saying that was just like, it felt really good. So, so, okay. And then, um, we laid down and he was like, I'm just going to start chanting and you guys just have to like feel the earth. And actually though, as he's kind of drumming and chanting, he's guiding you, which is really helpful. Guided, like a guided meditation. Yeah, and okay. he's saying, like, feel the sun, and then he's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then the amazing, the amazing thing, too, is the echoing. The echoing. <gasps> is almost like you're laying there, and you can hear him. He's right here, mm-hmm. and he's drumming. Yeah. But then you can hear the drumming over there, but then you can also hear it coming back. Or it kind of goes around you <laughs> and comes back in over here. Cool. It's like, you know, in Lakewood Cemetery, there's that one space you can stand in the chapel in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and it does that sound mm-hmm. thing. It's almost like that, but you're outside. So so he's drumming, and so think, so he's drumming, he's chanting, he's telling us to feel, and then he's starting to, like, burn the sage, and he's using feathers to kind of, like, wash over us as he's, like, saying these things. Yeah. And the amazing thing was that when he started, as soon as he blew the flute yeah he was blowing these notes and i could feel my entire inside of my body it felt like it was twisting weird and i didn't know what that meant and i thought it was just the sound vibrations was making me feel that way yeah and it was like so strong that it was almost uncomfortable okay if that makes sense yeah it was just like this whole twisting inside and then he was talking about the golden light like i'm i'm bringing golden light And behind my eyes, I could see, and I can still see it in my mind's eye, this Mm -hmm. bright golden light. And I thought, oh, the sun must be coming through because it was a cloudy day. Yeah. So I like peeked a little bit and it was like, no. So it was his light. Wow. Yeah. And so he was basically like telling us that we have this light inside of us. And he was like instilling us with this light, bathing us with this light, and then telling us that we're like a sphere and our soul, like that our soul is just... It's infinity, uh-huh. and it's just this tiny experience to be in this body. Right. And so then he was saying that we're like spheres of light kind of thing, and then he's doing all of this, and then he's, um, so it was kind of a long time, and then he's like saying these wonderful things about us, like Amy and Warren, like, I'm so grateful you're here, and like just really, really amazing. It was the coolest experience. So you got the right shaman. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, now what? And he's like, what do you mean? At the end? And I said, <laughs> are you going to come to Minnesota? Are you going to come live with us? And he's like, and he looked at me and he's like, I'm with you. Oh. And he goes, he just looked at me and said, yes, I am. I'm with you. I'm forever with you. And Shout I was like. Shout out to the shaman. Yeah. And when he got done, he's after we kind of like you know, we're walking back. He's like, how was that? And I was like, I felt like this. I said, the sound made me feel like my inside was like twisting. And I was like the sound. And he's like, Oh no. He's like that. He's like, really? And he was like, wow. He goes, no. And he goes, that's coming from your intuition and your empathy. He goes, when you were doing that, that was when I was summoning all, all of the animals. He said, Whoa. And he's like, when I'm doing the ceremony, he's like, I can see the animals, spirit animals, Wait. like, twisting around. Oh, I was like, he summons real animals? No, spirit oh. animals. Okay. And he could see, when he's doing the ceremony, he can see that. Wow. And he's like, they're, that's the point where they spiral is when I start to, and so you could feel that. And then the light, I was like, yeah, and then the light, and he said, he was like, really like he was almost like cool because he's like not everybody experiences that sure 
like he said, sometimes people just get understanding of what a light means, but mm. they don't actually see it. And yeah. we both kind of saw it. So I feel like there's two <clears throat> kinds of people, and this is based on personal experience. There are people that can see ghosts and people who can't see ghosts, mm-hmm. which this is not not really ghost related, but it's no, like but it kind supernatural of energy related. Yeah. And I have a friend who lives in a haunted house and he's never seen the ghosts, but he's had two separate friends come over who don't know each other at different times. And they both asked him, who's that lady on the stairs? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I've never seen the lady. I've never felt the lady. For all I know, there's no lady, but two different people. He's like, I don't feel haunted. I don't feel... And this house is gorgeous. It's like an old Victorian from the... uh, Maybe I'm going to go out on a limb. At least turn of the century. Yeah. 1900s, maybe earlier. And he, of course, oh, it's so beautiful. He he was into antiques. And so he has also, inside this old house, all of these old things. Oh, sure. And they probably... So all have. that energy. Right. Yeah. So I am not a person who... Th- I don't think I can see ghosts. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm wondering, like, on the shaman walk, am I going to feel things? I think I might be one of those people that just, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's interesting because I kind of thought my husband's an engineer. Mm-hmm. Did um, he feel anything? Yes. Okay. And he, he's he been having some a couple issues. He was dealing with someone at work that was really a challenge for him. <sighs> and he's now in a new group. And so it's good, but, like... When he, like this person, came up for him, both in that, and then after that, the next day we did a yoga, morning sunrise yoga on the rocks. You got so spiritual. Yeah. And (laughs) when the guy, when our instructor said something like, picture, you know, like in yoga, you set an intention and like, Mm -hmm. soak up this light and then send the light out to someone. Yeah. And that was in our Shavasana. And my husband said he was kind of, he was great because it was like, he said he thought of like me and his kids and this, and then this person pops in. Okay. And he was like, "Ah." I don't want to send them any light. Yeah. Yeah. But then he realized like, and then we went on a hike later. Of course we did lots of hiking then. And we would like talk about this stuff. And he's like, it makes sense. Like I do want to send that person light because you know, I. He's been such a good person. Yeah, he is. And he said, you know, I. It doesn't matter if he apologizes to me or he does anything, but like bottom line is like, I care about the people that work for him. Yeah. And if he's a better person, it's better for the world. Yeah. So, but he's like, I just was like, why am I thinking of him? (laughs) And then he thought of him too, even like something about during the golden light. Cause there was also a time where we could send something out in with the shaman. And I thought of my friend who was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Like, we have twin birthdays. She uh. And on her birthday, she had to go in. So, like, I sent my energy to her. Um, but, yeah, so it was... So that was just... And then we did a bunch of hiking. And when you're hiking, you can feel the energy. Right. You can feel the vortex energy as well. And it's really powerful and known as a really amazing place to heal. Mm-hmm. And we met people, and like I was saying in the very beginning, is I'm not a person that meets people on trips. Right. I have no time for that. I just don't want to. Yeah. And we genuinely, like the shaman, it was like I felt, I feel like he's connected forever. And then we met this kid named Wyatt, who had this awesome um, car, an old Nova. Oh, I saw the photo. It's black. It's like the yes, best American boy yes, muscle car. But he worked on it and he did like, he put modern stuff in this old vehicle, but like he was the most earnest, sweet, amazing kid. Yeah. And he was just like telling us that he was at work and someone put an egg on his car the night before. Why would someone do that? As why it says, because people are assholes. <laughs> that's why it said, because that's what I said. And he worked at a restaurant, and we went and ate at his restaurant, and oh, then, cool. like, he was telling us how him and his buddies just, like, explore, and, like... We should so, put links to all... We should put links to the shaman... We will. ...on the page, the episode page, for and sure. also whatever restaurant where yes, Wyatt works. oregano's <laughs> at Wyatt, for Wyatt, and then yeah. we'll just put Wyatt's info, um, and then our... You're going to put his info for everyone? His Facebook, he said. Oh, okay. And if you're ever in Sedona, he's like, I will, like... 
show what? you some cool places to go. Like, okay. Yeah, he's awesome. So, um, and then our yoga instructors, like, later then we went to this... <laughs> okay, so then we went a little... I'm very into this, as you can tell, but then I do also have a threshold by which I'm like, okay, I'm done. That's enough hippy-dippy. So we went to this restaurant. Yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I was, like, so crabby. So it's, like, um, all vegetarian, Ugh. all, like, every, like, swatch of cloth was, like, washed with virgin tears. <laughs> And, like, sourced by, you know, newborn elk in, yeah. you know, Jerusalem. And then, like, nothing in there. It was, like, one of those places. Right. Okay? But I was just interested because I like to eat. I like he- eat, eating healthy. And, like, it's nice to have something like that. hmm So we went there. And? Well... <laughs> Everyone in there, let's just say they might be a little too enlightened to actually help you. Oh, no. Also, it smelled horrible (laughs) from, I don't know, whatever incense they had chosen for that energy day, whatever. It was just one of those. It was just where I was like, all right, this is too far. I've had it. This is after the yoga, right? And so we're in there and I want coffee and they bring me this. They said, do you want a mug of coffee or do you want French press? And I was like, I'll take a French press. So then they bring this contraption. <laughs> Have you never had French press coffee? Yes, but this could this French press thing. Okay, tell me. It was like three feet tall. What? For two cups of coffee. What? Yes. Wait, so it's not a regular it's French press. It's white pre- ceramic, two and a half feet tall. Stop it. She brings this thing to the table. It's like skinny and tall. Yeah. And she's like, here you go. And then she's like, just let it, you know, five minutes. And then and then I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> right away. I was so annoyed. And then I was like, do you have half and half? Yeah. Well, it's not. It, it's like almond milk, which is actually fine. But like that made me crabby. And then I was like, and my husband's like, how's it going? I'm like, he because he went to the bathroom. He comes back. I'm like. No, this is not having, not feeling it. I'm like, let's just get avocado toast and get the hell out of here. <laughs> so that's gonna be our first T-shirt. Let's get avocado toast and get the hell out yeah. of here. Oh, so I think. So then she's like, okay, yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, awesome. And then she's like, do you want the such and such spread on it? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And then she's like, oh, well, it's a nut that's. We pick out of the, you know, riverbed, oh, and then yeah. at midnight, and then we do a ceremony. <laughs> we do a ceremony. And I'm like, sure, whatever. So it's really good. Okay. Then the girl comes over with our avocado toast, and she's like, the waffle? What? Yeah, she puts her thing down, and she's like, and you guys ordered the waffle? <laughs> Did you order a waffle? It was avocado toast. I looked up at her, and I said, that's avocado toast. What? She she called. She goes, oh well, yeah. Okay. She thought the wall the avocado. <laughs> okay, but that's she not on, even. First of all, was she on peyote ayahuasca? Maybe, maybe. the guy <laughs> next mushrooms. to us, by the way, Pervy McPerverton. Oh no, he was like, Ugh. he was like looking at the girls. They're all beautiful young women that work there. Right. He's like drooling over them. Gross. The one is coming over there. He's giving her all these too many hugs. Too oh. many hugs. <laughs> She's saying, oh my God, hi. And he's like, I didn't see you guys at the moon drumming event or whatever, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I missed you. Da, da, da. And he's just like a little too, he's sitting in where he can face and see. Then the two girls are doing this thing, the waitresses. One is standing in front of the other one and they're doing each other, rubbing each other's hair. What is this so, place? Are you sure this is a real place? No, that you it was. I was You're yeah. making this up. So she's reaching up and rubbing the one girl's hair. The Have other you girl, ever rubbed someone's hair? No, like especially like front to back like that. What? It's just weird. And then the other one's reaching around, and he's like, <laughs> and then he goes, "Can I join?" And Warren, what? Warren's like, "I'm about to go over there. Like this is," <laughs> and he's writing stuff down. And then these, like Hispanic young women that work there are coming up to him and he's like, what time? Okay, I can put you down for 10. And then the next one comes over. And What's he's he like, doing to these people? Adjusting their chakras. Oh no. I don't know what he's doing, but the point is like, I'm pretty sure 
he's adjusting some stuff that he shouldn't be. <laughs> and I'm not okay with it. Frankly, he was disgusting. Oh, my God. And this so, is the kind of place that just makes me want to go in there and smoke a cigarette and eat a hamburger, like no, right seriously. in front of them. This was the kind of place where it was just like, okay, this was like, I almost felt like it was like all these young women, they're beautiful young women. Like I, it felt like the kind of place. Where and read like, a people magazine. I would bring a people you know? magazine in yeah. there. <laughs> and then I go to the bathroom and I look up and there's this terrible painting. Oh no. Guess how much it costs. There's always bad art in these places. Oh, yeah. You know, a crystal and a wolf head. (laughs) And it's all purple and blue. And, like, the stars. Yeah. But not in a good way. A moon. Not like a good, wolf t-shirt. Oh, no, no, no. They're howling. Yeah. $17,000. It's an (laughs) 8 by 10. I'm like... Do you think oh. that person sold a lot of art, by the no. way? It's in a bathroom? It's in the bathroom right above the toilet. Listen, if you have a piece of $17,000 <laughs> art, don't hang it above the toilet. And then I said, oh, because I got back and I go, that's it. I said, <laughs> you're never, you got to go to the bathroom and tell me what's in there. You're never going to believe what's in there. I said, it's this painting. It's a terrible painting. It's a toilet painting. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? And my husband's like, very conservative with money. So it even like had more impact. And right. he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah. It, I'm not kidding. No, no. Okay, listen. Yeah. No piece of art that you buy from a toilet in a restaurant. No frame, just on a canvas. <laughs> is worth $17,000. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I get it. The paint was ground out by hooves of virgin elk. And then, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The goji berry was chosen and then ground and they used the dye. Like, if you were to ask that artist... Mm-hmm. That is what you probably would have heard. Sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. So basically, as you can see, Sedona is for sure. There is that spiritual energy and I'm, and I'm down, I am here for it all. But then of course, like any place, right? But you're not going to live there. I mean, I could live there part time. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But what I'm saying is like any place you go, there's always going to be the taking advantage or taking it too far, the tourist to me, going on a Jeep tour of the Vortexes, it's almost just like an oxymoron. Right. Like, how we did it was just... And then the shaman, he was like, you don't have to go on a tour. It's just like, it's you're in the Vortex. Right. Just walk. The desert is a magic place. I've never been, but I did just recently... I can't remember the name of this documentary, but it... Oh, it's called Losers mm. on Netflix. And one of my favorite skaters, Surya Bonoli, mm. is um, one of the episodes of this because she... I always, I was like, she's my favorite skater. She never won. And then they go through the whole thing Mm. of her whole history and overcoming all of this stuff. And then one of them was this guy, you know, these uh, endurance races where people go through the desert and it's like five, 10, 15 days long. And it's like dark and stuff. There's one where a guy Mm -hmm. does an adventure race and it's his first one and he gets lost in the desert. Mm. And it's amazing. And he survives. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. He survives, which you already know that because he's talking in the beginning of yeah, the yeah. movie. <laughs> I know. I'm always thinking ahead like that, too. Um, yeah. That's... But he... All these things happened that helped him. So he's like, and then I came upon this thing, and then he ate a bunch of bats. Raw. You. I know. <laughs> but it was... Like, the desert kept giving him stuff. Yeah. It just seemed well, like... Well, like the prickly pear cactus, you can eat... Well, the flower, the fruit, mm-hmm. but then also the leaves. You can eat those if you're. They conserve water, so you could survive on those. Yeah, I think he was lost for eight days in the desert wow. with no food and water, or something like that. And wow. he had to eat some bats raw. But that's neither here nor there. He's alive today to tell yeah. the story. And then he did the race again. Like he went back for more. Wow. He ended up getting divorced. His wife was like really pissed. She's done. Yeah, she was really mad about the first time. And then he was like, I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. She's like, have fun. Uh, check, please. Yeah. So, but yeah, I want to, I do want to go to the desert. I just don't know which one. Well, I would say, I would recommend Sedona. The thing that was so surprising to both of us was how green and lush it is. Mm. When I picture, I've been to Arizona several times, Phoenix and Tempe area, but like, Sedona is like you have the red, red, red rocks, and then you have all these green plants and flowers. It was amazing. Like there were parts of hikes where you were in like a forest, which I was shocked because I just pictured it being all dry. And then we went on this horseback ride with these two cowgirls. You went on horseback. You did all the things. I know. 
and we went on this horseback ride and it was the coolest thing because I've done, I've done a trail ride before. It's just like flat and straight. What was the name of your horse? Jesse James. No. Cute. And Warren's was Kung Fu. <laughs> and then they were like, we have Kung Fu and Jesse James. I'm like, I don't want Kung Fu. <laughs> that sounds scary. I don't want him. Just but it like was two Jesse girls, James. And they were these boss bitches. Yeah. Cowgirls. Sure. Amazing. They took you on this ride? Yeah. And they're in this big ranch and they're like, we're just going to both go if that's okay because we haven't done much today. <laughs> Huge ranch. Awesome. Beautiful thing. Cool. They took us up hills. Down, like up the mountain, down the mountain. Like it was a little bit like I haven't done anything like that over the rocks and stuff. The last time I rode a horse was in horse camp and that was circa when I was 10. My first time was last year. What? At Hilton Head. And I fell in love with it. And then this time, this was like a whole other thing because it was, like I said, up and down rocks. And and then Jesse James (laughs) took off the horse. And I got to experience a quick little like. It's kind of scary when they do that a little bit. It was really fun. And we were going up a hill, and I thought, yeah, Jesse James, you get it. I would want to run, too. I have me on your, on my back. I want to go. I don't want to try to go slow. So, yeah, he did a little quick, and then I had learned that, you know, you just push your feet. Yeah. And I did that, and I just held the horn, and, like, it was exhilarating. So You did all the things. We did. It was great. Good birthday trip. Yeah. I had the opposite. Well, not the opposite. Like, I had the non-spiritual version where I just went to a bunch of restaurants and ate a bunch of food, and it yeah. was amazing. And spent time with my wonderful family and my... Um, we went to Betty Danger's uh, with Tyler's parents, and we had, like, Fun. a nice... Yeah. And you went to Lat 14? Ah, I went to Lap 14. Tell me about Lap 14. Was that your first time? Yes. Okay, I've been there once also. I'm interested to hear what you thought. Um, So this is a Southeast Asian restaurant. Most of their... It's funny. The guy, the waiter comes over and he's like, I'm there with my two sisters. And he says, well, if you haven't been here before, everything's from like the 14th latitude, which is basically Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. And he was like, everything here is from Southeast Asia. And I was like, ha, that's where we're from. And he looked at me... And just like I had just farted or something. Is he like a blonde waiter? <laughs> he was not blonde. He was sort of, he's one of those waiters that you can tell he's been a professional waiter yeah, yeah. his entire life. Oh, yeah. And he just looked at me like I said, or something smelled bad, and then went on with his spiel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, anyway, no, no, no. Um, no, we shared a bunch of stuff. It was amazing. The duck, there's this noodles with duck that's a maze balls. I think we had that. But at one point I looked around and I was like, this is the most white people I've ever seen in an Asian restaurant. It's yeah. in Golden Valley. And it's a trendy Plymouth. new place. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the chef, what was her other restaurant? Um, is it Lemongrass? Yes. Lemongrass Thai, which is in where? Brooklyn Park or something random? It's Brooklyn Park or Bur- Brooklyn Center. I never know the difference between the two. Yeah. But Brooklyn Center seems worse. <laughs> <laughs> All due respect. Wait, shout out to people who live in Brooklyn Center. Yeah, I'm not sure. But <laughs> Lemongrass Thai, I've never been there, but... I hear amazing things. I've heard amazing things. Yeah. And I was very excited. And note to all of our, you know, good old pals that that is the site of the old Perkins. Now, there were two Perkins on 55. Did we go to the one that got torn down or this one? I can't remember which mm, one we used to go to. I can't remember. So this used to be an old Perkins, and you have to be a talented architect, I have to say, to turn an old Perkins into a cool restaurant. Yeah. It's definitely cool on the inside. It's definitely. It has the shape of a Perkins on the outside. It sure does. But, <laughs> but it definitely, I mean, I was impressed when we went there. I think when I went there, I was, because when that restaurant opened, it was a big, big darn deal. It's still hard to get a reservation. Yeah. Like, we had to put it off a week because yes. we didn't get on the stick and get a reservation. Well, and Warren and I, we did kind of a thing where it was like a rando Wednesday night. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, I bet we wanted to go out. And we were went, we went there and we got like 8 p.m. So I don't know if it was like a little bit too much of a hype for me. Okay. When I went there. Like your expectations were high and then the food didn't meet it? It was okay. It was good. What did you get? I think we got that. We did. We like to just say, like, give us a couple things. Tyler, how did you feel about that duck? Fantastic. He's, it quack, was quack. good. It was really good. It was like noodles with the duck in it. We didn't yeah. get the crispy duck, but I would go back for that. And then I like that the egg rolls are a foot long. Oh, yeah. So we didn't get those. So okay. we might have just gotten, you know, who knows? We might just not have gotten the right thing. Well. But. Also, when you go to a restaurant and it first opens... 
Yeah. I think it's tough. Like they have to, you have to get them after they hit their stride. So maybe give it another chance. Yeah. But I did find it loud. Like they need some acoustic panels. Oh, that was it. It's too loud. That was it. It was way too loud. It really drove us nuts. We were sitting next to each other. We were like, what? Yeah, what? you can't and hear I, the person. I said, saying, "Wow, we can't even hear each other sitting." Like next Melissa's to each other. just cupping her hands behind her ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I'm saying. The cocktails were amazing. Um, uh, I'm trying to think where else we went to dinner. What else I did? I just had a lot of hedonism and a lot of laying mm-hmm. around. Also, I was like sick and I had allergies still. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go to New York not next week, but the week after that. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to do all that. my things. Um. um on the way home. Oh, yes. no, you go. You go. I was just going to tell you, my yes. mile is down to 16.05. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. where did we start? I don't know, like 18 minutes. Again, somebody's listening out there, and they're going, 16 minutes. Maya, are you running backwards? <laughs> no, I'm so running you have sha- No, let's focus on this. Okay. You've shaved over two minutes off your mile. Yeah, I'm almost down to the 15s. That's amazing. So how often are you still going? Um, I went three days this week. I had it was That's raining good. one day, and then my allergies were bad. Well, for Minnesota, three days outside on a run in the spring is good. The weather's been shit, man. That's what I heard. I have to tell you, like this is the first nice day. Yeah. I <laughs> one day I was like, I can't tell if I'm just perpetually cold. I have a fever, or mm-hmm. it's a never going to be warm again. Yeah. And I had a blanket on, a scarf. I know. I wore a winter jacket outside last night. I have to say, I was like. Oh, we're going to be so nice and warm. And it wasn't really that warm where we were. Yeah. It was fine. It was great. But then we get here and it's still, I'm like, when are we going to be warm? <laughs> Same thing. I'm just tired of being cold. But I know. So whatever. I just, my spirit needs to be warmer. So I did that. I'll probably go for a run today. Nice. Um, but I think we're going to go to the racetrack tomorrow. Oh, like Canterbury? Yeah. I like to um, bet on the 10 cent trifectas because, first of all, it's 10 cents, which is a fun bet. That's fun. Yeah. And then you have to pick one, two, three, like in that order. Are you aware of this kind of um, betting? Sort of, yeah. I've yeah. done it with my parents like a couple times. And the last time we went and I, I hit the trifecta and I picked the first, second, and third horse in the race and I got seven whole dollars. I feel like you should get more money than that, but it was really, I got excited that I just did it. Yes. But also, it's not that much money. Like, if you just want to bet 10 cents, you can bet 10 cents or 25 cents or whatever it is. Yeah, the Kentucky Derby was going on last week while we were gone. Mm-hmm. And the photo finish and or no, the reversal of the decision, I feel like there shouldn't be that. Well, why not? I don't know, because it's like, really? Can't we just have a nice, pure event? <laughs> <laughs> but the one horse bumps I know, he was being really... Like, he was breaking rules. I get it. Yeah. There's rules. But it's like, how has that never what happened it, You want it to be like the Wild West where people are just pushing each other or just like I just don't want that to happen. <laughs> I just frankly don't want to be bothered. I want it to be like a pure experience and like... So no one should ever be disqualified. I understand why they have to be. Right. I guess I was just like, what? When I heard, I'm like, does everything have to be have like think controversy? About, though, think about if you were there and you bet on that long shot that was like 70 to mm-hmm. 1. Like, let's say you bet. That's awesome. I'm, bad at, head, I'm bad at head math, but let's say you bet $100. Yeah. How much money would you get then? Engineer Seven, Tyler? 7, you would win $7,000. Oh, yeah. $70,000. Whoa, it's getting better. <laughs> okay, I like, I'm here for this. Yeah, I'm here for this. So think about the people that bet on that long yes, shot. Yes, yes. Because the one that actually first won was the one that was, was like... a favorite. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay, usually I know more about the Kentucky Derby, but I was very excited to go out to eat that day and then just like miss yeah, the whole well, thing. Yeah, well, the whole thing turns out, spoiler alert, they last like two minutes. Yeah. Well, it's all about the pomp and circumstance. Yes. And I've never gone to the Derby. Melissa, my sister Melissa is gone. She has? Yes. To oh, wow. Kentucky, to the Derby. I think it would be fun. It'd be really fun. I would love I to see, see Tyler in like a seersucker suit. Totally. Or one of those big patterned suits. Maybe mm-hmm. lobsters all over. Or like mm-hmm. just a fancy, I would pick it and then. <laughs> I would pick it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he's got a good suit body. He's straight up and down, so it's fun. I just like my. I would love to dress him sometimes. I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for the Kentucky Derby, as I'm like, looking at Tyler, he's just like expressionless, <laughs> just sitting there, like listening, being such a good husband. He's a good sport engineer. But then here's the thing: Do you go full hat or do you go fascinator? I think you go full hat. I want to say full hat, but wearing a full hat all day in the hot sun just sounds like a nightmare. It does. And, and everybody also, else is wearing a hat, so you're just trying to navigate with a big hat But on. the hat does also keep the sun off your face, which is kind of nice. True. And then also gives you a little bit of a light, nice rosy little glow. All right. I have to say full hat. You're right. It is disappointing. Like a fascinator. If we go to the royal wedding, we have to do a fascinator. Sure. Clearly. Yes. If we get invited. That's one of those dream jobs that I'm like, oh, I wish I'd love to be a hat maker. Yeah. Or like make custom boots for people. a cobbler. A cobbler. I, I, at one point I was like, I could be a cobbler. I saw something. We were cobble. Well, we were at an estate sale and they had old shoe forms and I'm like, I can get those. I could be a cobbler. You could be a cobbler. How long would it take to learn how to be a cobbler? You already pretty much probably have the skill set as being a furniture <laughs> designer and being good with your hands and being a potter. Right. Like you have the skill set. I'm I pretty sure. I could totally be a cobbler. You just need to channel, channel it in the right way. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best business to go into. No. Also, I don't like other people's feet. Like, no, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Forget it. Can't be a cobbler. <laughs> Cancel. It's like when I wanted to, when I watched Legal Eagles as a kid and I wanted to be a lawyer because I thought lawyers just like solved art mysteries and tap danced. And oh, like yeah. Like Robert no, Redford. I don't think they do. Okay. That's, speaking of art though, uh-huh. I have to say. You I did bought that look- painting in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> no way. My husband would kill me. <laughs> Um, I just want to talk about one shout out quickly to Common. Oh, what what happened with Common? We brought up Common before on this podcast. He's becoming a favorite topic. <laughs> Frankly, I'm here for him to come on any point he would like. Oh, talk I did about the- any damn thing he wants. Yes, I watched a movie. Uh huh. Almost the whole thing. Uh huh. And it was just a little romantic comedy with Common and Queen Latifah. Is yes. this current? Recent? Yes, it's current. It was on HBO, so it must be sometime soon. Is recently. it a lady that she meets him in a bar? I think I might have started so watching So he's a basketball this. player. Common is a basketball player. Queen Latifah is like, of course, everyone's friend, but never the girlfriend. <clears throat> but she has a hot sister Ugh. who's also like a gold digger. So Common meets her at a gas station, at Queen Latifah at a gas station. Okay, this is a different movie than I So Common watching. meets Queen Latifah at a gas station after mm-hmm. the game, and she's the biggest Nets fan, and he's a Nets player. And she's, like, razzing him and giving him, like, they're t- joking about this. Uh-huh. They hit it off. Right. They're friends, right? Okay. She kind of thinks there might be something more. Kind of seems like there is. And then she shows up with her hot sister. Oh, God. Who's also a gold digger. And Common's like, gaga, 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 when he sees her. <laughs> he was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 And then his foot went, yes. tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and his heart pounds on him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And drool comes down. And Queen Latifah does a big eye, big old eye roll, and is she? But she's so sweet, and she's like, "Yep, this is my sister." You know, she's a great sister. Mm-hmm. Turns out, anyways, though, the sister is a gold digging biatch, and she he gets injured. And Queen Latifah, by the way, this is also a good thing about the movie. She's a phys- a very successful physical therapist. In the movie, yeah, okay. she's not some like waitress. They like she's a real person. She's like yeah. got a career and whatever. Well, guess what? Common gets hurt. Okay? Okay. He's like the biggest deal. Everything is riding on Common in this in this How movie. How convenient that she's a physical therapist, by the well, way. Well, but Gold Digging's sister, who's now engaged to Common, yes. is now like, I don't have any use for this injured Common. Oh, no. Queen Latifah uh-huh. gets hired uh-huh. by Common to <laughs> nurse him back to health. Okay, I know. It sounds silly, and it is. Did it's this a- air on Lifetime television No, this is women. on HBO, so you'd have to pay for this. <laughs> okay. It is... Yes, it is a very, like, silly romantic comedy, whatevs, but all I have to say is Common, once again, has made me understand that he is a national treasure. (laughs) He is underrated. (laughs) Frankly, he can do no wrong. Okay. He, I'm just here for, like, 2019 being the year of Common. I want to see him in more things. He's a, he's like a quadruple threat. He is, he can 
he can create music, he uh-huh. can rap, he can sing, he can act, and he's a philanthropist. Okay. Love this guy. We love Common. Love him. I he was so good in the movie. I loved him from Hell on Wheels. I haven't seen him in anything, but maybe... I'll, what's the title of said movie? Uh, <laughs> you don't know the title of it? You're like, is it just called, and hey, there's a movie with Common in it? And, oh, by the way, I didn't finish the movie. Oh, okay. Because I'm the worst movie person ever. Wait, do you know what happens at the end? Well, I'm, they get together. Okay. I mean, it's one of those where you don't really... It's like a Daniel You don't need book. to see the end. You don't need to finish it. You sure. don't need to... It's, you just know... There's no twist. It's not an M. M. Night no. Shyamalan joint. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the village underrated. I'm going to my grave with I it. I think Lady in the Water is underrated. I don't care what anyone says about him. That is freaking sweet. You Last got... Airbender is god awful. Oh, well, but... I didn't watch that. But oh, well, the don't. village. I've yeah. heard. I've read terrible things about the village. Yeah, I think Lady in the Water. Villa. The village. I didn't see the. The one... village is a fascinating concept. I haven't seen the visit yet with the kids that go stay with their creepy grandparents. That oh, yeah. looks good. I just can't watch it by myself. It's too scary. Yeah, but the village is like that's a fascinating concept. Oh, and Signs. Signs is a good movie. What's wrong with people? I don't know. It's just. Sometimes people love to pile on, pig pile on someone. He's making things. Yeah, or if they don't understand him, then you're going to just be like, I don't get this. This is weird. By the way, um, Steven Spielberg has made, he made a stinker recently in my mind. Uh, yeah. With that, what is the movie called? With the stupid video games? Yes. Ready Player One. That was... I didn't see it. Terrible, and he should be ashamed of himself. (laughs) Nobody says anything about that. No, but M. Night Shyamalan doesn't have a blockbuster hit every single time, and it's not for everyone. And they're like, oh, there he goes again. Yeah, and you know what? Frankly, let's be creative for once. Yes. We don't need to keep remaking old crap, or we don't need to go to the same old superhero situation. At least he is doing something creative. Yeah. He's taking a chance. He's taking a chance. And he's taking a risk. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I support it. If he was a woman, he never would have been able to make another movie again. But I'm just saying. No. Like, that's nice that he's a man and they keep giving him chances. But yeah, but he deserves it. That's the thing about everybody when... I can't remember the name of the woman who directed Wonder Woman, which I should know that. But I was like, please, God, let this movie be good. I just want it to be good. Yes. Not only for that lady. Like, it, it's going to be nice. It's nice. Yes. Because they'll let her make another movie again. Yes. It would have to be, again, it'll have to be a perfect movie if she wants to keep me- making movies. Yes. And a success, box office success. Okay, so we've probably talked about this, but did you see Ocean's 8? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. <sighs> I like Mindy Kaling. So I had high hopes for that as well because I was like... Why? Because of, for the same reason. Like, it's all females. And I know, like, but I don't like lady reboots. I have the thing against honestly, that. Honestly, I was so disappointed because I was like, this is what's... This is exactly why women aren't always taken seriously. Mm-hmm. The roles were all just a little too perfect mm-hmm. and whatever. And, like, Rihanna, for me, and that was a revelation. I loved her. Yeah. You know, she was, like, the IT person. It was so cool. But, like, uh, and Anne Hathaway, I can't with her. <laughs> I cannot with Anne Hathaway. What do I have against Anne Hathaway? I Ugh. also do not enjoy her, and no. I can't put my... She's annoying. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Anne. She's so She has a single annoying. tear rolling down her face right now. Because you know she's what, listening Anne, to this. You have enough money. Good on you. I will say about Anne Hathaway, when she hosted the Oscars with that asshole, James Franco, who is very talented and <laughs> handsome, but he left her twisting in the wind and she's still trying to like, she's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You guys are still look over here. And he's just phoning it. He gave zero fucks and did not help her. He doesn't give zero fucks. We saw him at um, what? in is the it? Bahamas. Actually. And she was working her hardest. I do feel bad for her for that. Like, yeah, that was a tough. I would have maybe given up in the middle and just been like, "Hello, James has given up." <laughs> yeah, I think that was like really like ambitious. And also, why would that be a team? Like, why would you think? Look at these random, <laughs> so random. Because they were the thirstiest people. <laughs> that was why. Also, James Franco was going through his phase where he did things that were, um, uh, what is that called? 
it's a theory that advanced. So mm. it's kind of like Bob Dylan growing that weird tiny mm. thin mustache mm-hmm. and doing a Victoria's Secret commercial. Mm-hmm. Why? He doesn't need to do that. Yeah. But there's a theory that like there's just celebrities and, and creators and artists who are advanced. Yeah. Like Val Kilmer is a good... Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll reread the thing because it's... um, What's his name? Chuck Klosterman has a whole essay on this. And so I'll reread it and we'll talk about being advanced. But uh, James Franco was going through a phase where he was like trying to be advanced. So he was a huge A-list super like movie star. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to also be on General Hospital for no reason. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like, is Joaquin Phoenix like a big person like that does this? Or is this a different thing? I think he's also trying to be advanced. I don't know if he is advanced. And he's in a weirder way of it. Yeah, like yeah. when he... Had Remember? a fake character yes. in a fake documentary about yes. and yeah, that was not an. That's like an asshole movie. That's taking it too <laughs> That's far. Not advanced, being an it's asshole. just being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the movie was called Just Right. I have to give if I'm going to speak to Common and trying to bring him up in this world, yeah. I must. It's got a three stars out of five, which frankly ain't bad. By who? How many people have rated this? Just you? IMDb. I don't know. Queen Latifah <laughs> and Common. Um, check it out. Okay. You know, why not? And then... That's a terrible title. No wonder you forgot it. Yeah, because his last name is Wright, I think, in the He's movie. not tall enough to be a basketball player, by the way. What is he, six feet tall? I don't know tall? how tall he is. He's probably six feet yeah. tall. Yeah. But you know what? He did a good job. Like, he... It was believable. That's what I'm saying. Was he wearing tall shoes? Like, heeled shoes, maybe? Um, <laughs> oh, probably. You, you mean, like, actual playing of basketball? He was... was well, convincing. you know, they had... Yeah. Okay. They had him, and then, of course, they had, like, body doubles or whatever, sure. breaking people's ankles and whatnot. I mean, Muggsy Bogues was five foot seven. What am I talking about? Yeah. I don't know. We need to have a little sports chat <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> we kind of had a sports episode. We talked about curling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you didn't I almost spit out my coffee. No, we did have a sports episode. That was, like, yeah, but I think we should cover oh. some, like... Stuff that's in season. I had so many things I wanted to talk to you about, and we're going to maybe have to save it for next week. Like, Jeff Bezos wants us to live in space. Yeah, we need to... I think we have, like, so much to talk about that Uh, we're going to have to save it, but I want to just address... Yes. ...the fact that we went live with this podcast. Yes. And I was on my trip, and all of a sudden, I looked down on Facebook, and Maya had just released our podcast. Uh Uh-huh. And it was so fun to see our classmates, friends, people commenting. I've gotten tons of messages, tons of good feedback. It really feels like um, hopefully we're kind of starting to create like a community, which for me Mm -hmm. is like would be just beyond wild expectations that people kind of feel like they're a part of it. Yeah. And I definitely saw that in some of our comments where people were like, oh, yeah, and they were, like, definitely relating. So it was so exciting. I did have one coworker who referred to it as two women jabbering at each other, to which I was like, okay. maybe you're not our audience. Yeah, maybe it's not for him. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just been really fun, and, you know, we're just getting started, but I, I'm really excited about it. I think... By this point, we're on all platforms, so Mm -hmm. we're on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere. We have our website, so if you have a hard time figuring out, if you're listening to us, you haven't really had a hard time figuring it out, but please subscribe to us on iTunes. Maybe maybe help a friend who's less technically advanced. Yes, help a friend, (laughs) and if they don't have an iPhone or they don't know what's going on in the world and they just have a trouble, it's fine. They can go to our website. And you can listen to us there because we're out of SoundCloud. So, or maybe just they can have us over. They can invite us to our their house. Yes, and also too, they'll leave us like ideas. And if you guys have any ideas um, that you want us to talk about, if you have topics you want us to break down, if you have an idea for a guest, if you yourself would like to be a guest sure. and you have fun, something fun to share, we are here for you. So. Do you have anything else you want to say, Maya, about this? No, I mean, I would like to... Maybe next week we can have a political episode. I have so much to tell you about my thoughts about politics. Also, um, BTS, we still haven't talked about K-pop. We need to. That's going to be a whole... Like, yeah, I I have many thoughts. I guess I'm just glad you're back. I missed doing this last week. It's a fun I know. Week. I was thinking of it, too, and it was really... It's been really fun. Thank you again to Tyler. 
who's been awesome. And we're, we're supposed to learn a lesson at the end of every single episode. And I don't know, because we have this great outro theme song. Where, yeah, well. So what's the lesson that we've learned? Oh, you don't want a young shaman. You don't want a young shaman. You don't want a young and, shaman. And you know what? You shouldn't judge a book by its cover. No. But for God's sakes, you really shouldn't judge a shaman by his cover. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we've learned this week. All right. Thanks yeah. for listening. Don't forget, leave us a five-star review, subscribe, tell a friend, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at thespiritof77.com. Good podcast. High five.